Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. Spicy today. Both of us said, I think we're in bad moods. Are we? I'm, Are not, we? In a, I'm not in a bad mood. I'm not mood. in a bad mood. I'm just like a little like, mm. I'm all cried out. Now I'm spicy. Gonna, yes, yes. Yes. We've passed the like, I have no tears left to cry. Again, yeah. TM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now I'm just kind of like, I feel pissed off. Fuck but like, not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck it all. I know. What's it all <laughs> What's mean? the point? <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> we were, it's the season. We were taking a walk around the neighborhood yeah. uh, the other night and I saw a husky and I just like, <laughs> instead of getting sad, I just stopped in my tracks and just got like real mad. <laughs> like that's where I'm at now. You know what I mean? There are stages uh, to this shit. I guess we've entered that one. Yeah. There you uh, go. So we're spicy Mm -hmm. uh that's okay you know what made it worse what i have a story (laughs) you know what made it worse we all know and if you don't know now you're gonna know i hate feet i hate them and you know what tiktok has definitely fucking figured that out do you know what they fucking put on my for you page feet they fucking put this like game, this like simulator, <laughs> like kind of like operator, uh-huh. you know, but it was like so, clipping toenails. Oh no. Was the point of the game was to clip funky toenails. I was like, why would you do this to me? Like, do you not want me to use your app anymore? <laughs> I don't understand. So I hate feet. Like mm-hmm. I don't like my own feet. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. I can talk about it in therapy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't fucking, <laughs> we don't have to dive into that. Uh, so, you know, we just moved. Into an apartment. Yes. And one day we're going to tell you the whole story (laughs) of this. We can't right now, but just know that one day it's all part of the lore. We're really building. It's going into my memoirs. (laughs) Yes. This is going to be a real fun chapter (laughs) that we can't wait to share with you. Uh, But, you know, it wasn't, you know, I don't think they cleaned. (laughs) The maid must have been on vacation. (laughs) Really well before we moved in. And we did have to move in a rush. So that was kind of quickly. Uh, We did clean. We did. On our own. Mm -hmm. But you know what? we're only human okay so the other day me and jake were in the bathroom having a chat that's the only place we can go to get some privacy and it's like the size of my pinky toe it's like a closet so we're in there talking and i felt something crunchy underneath my foot i was like okay didn't think anything of it we're just talking i reached down (laughs) and pry it from my sock Yes, I had to pry it. It was trying to cling. (laughs) Do we all see where this is going? (laughs) And I look down and it is a fucking massive ass toenail. (laughs) Definitely big toe. Definitely. (laughs) 
Yeah, laugh, laugh, because this is painful. This is so, it was in my hand. Everyone, it was in my hand. <laughs> and I literally, I held it up to Jake and I said, take it, get it out of here. Take it away. And then, and then, first I had a freak out. I ran. And, and then, I, the, then the reality hit you. I told you immediately. Oh my God. Yeah. And then as I'm freaking out, first of all, I washed my hands about 20 fucking times. I used alcohol, everything. I was like, I, I might have to cut my hand off. We realized, okay, we've all lived together for a while. We know each other's habits. Mm-hmm. And I'm going through in my head and I'm like, who is out here just willy nilly clipping their toenails? No one. And whose big toe? Whose big toe is that big? None of us. So, yep, yep, we've all arrived at the same conclusion. I had a stranger's toenail in my hand. <laughs> I will never recover. Why that had to happen, like, after the worst week of my life. Like, fuck you. Universe, you know. Oh, my god. I've thought goodness. about it every time I've walked into that bathroom. I'm like, what's hiding in here? Oh, my gosh. You know what? It's Scorpio season. <laughs> Stuff is being revealed. <laughs> Things that have been hidden. <laughs> we have to bring a cleaner in here. <laughs> I will bring in my, like, uh, oh, uh-huh. my gosh. So, you know. Time what? to deep clean. Time oh, my to gosh. deep clean. And you know what? To make that worse, to make that worse, mm-hmm. here's another story because yeah. it kind of has to do with those. <laughs> <laughs> October had this B is for boo book. Uh-huh. Okay. Super cute. <laughs> if, you, if you don't know what we're talking about, go, I'll try to link it. It's super cute if you have kids and even yeah. if not, the yeah. graphics of yeah. this book are just Great. super cute. Uh, but she destroyed it. Okay. She, she read it did. so many times and now she's in the phase where she likes to like try to gnaw on her books. <laughs> so we, it, we were like, this is going to have to go. I already have another copy in the, <laughs> you do. Cause she loves it so much. But Laura was like, why don't we take some the of the letters and hang them on the wall in yeah. her little like play area? And I was like, okay, yeah. So we decided to do Toby right. T-O-B-E, because right. that's like her nickname. Yeah. We should have used a Y. No, because October, Toby, like Toby Hooper, Hopper. Right, I right. don't know. Uh-huh. You know, you know you. who yes, I'm talking yes, about. I got you. Um, so I hung it on the wall mm-hmm. and I consulted with Jake and he said it looked fine. Okay. And the way I had to hang it, it was kind of like, you know, like separated. I put from left to right, T-O-B-E. But going L- uphill though. But Lork, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was going uphill. <laughs> but Lork comes over and goes, who's Epto? <laughs> Because if you read it up to down, down. it says Epto. (laughs) So now I'm not changing it. I didn't have the energy. I was like, fuck it. And now I'm calling October Epto. (laughs) Come here, Epto. It's kind of a sick name. It stays. Epto. New band name. Uh, So foot is the theme of the day. Great. (laughs) Love that for us. Do not tag me in foot content. (laughs) Uh, Hey, on a lighter note. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. The SAG after strike is over. Yeah. I think like tentatively. Yeah. Is that the word? Tentatively. Uh, We'll link some stuff about it. But yay. That means that we can, you know, get back to business. Yes. Uh, So this is going to kind of be, you know, 
the last, you know, thank you for bearing with us. Yes, of course. The last few months we have like altered our content. Hey, but you know what? It's been great. It's, it's pushed so us fun. outside of our envelopes. And I think it shows us that we actually need to bring some more of these I elements was gonna into say, the show. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to like, we're going to try to keep this yeah. theme going, but we are going to start, you know, bringing movies back, which yes. I am really excited I'm for. So excited. Because I, you know, there are a lot of requests that people have been sending mm-hmm. in that we haven't been able to talk about. Yeah. Now I'm like, Woo-hoo! oh yeah, and we all know Nick Cage November is coming up in a few weeks. Game so on. We were we were stressing. We I was were. like, no, <laughs> we have to talk about Nick Cage. Uh, so yay, that's really good that's news. Awesome. And you know what? We all needed it. We sure do. Uh, Jake made me some tea today. Isn't oh, that cute? That's so and you nice. know what? That's good because I believe we're going to London. Oh no, London. <laughs> that was maybe the worst one I've ever done. <laughs> but I feel like you know tea was fitting. There you go. Yeah. So I'm gonna get into I the topic. I was wondering why he kept asking me if I wanted tea. I know Laura was like super pissy about it. She's like, I don't want any fucking tea. <laughs> Jake was like, damn. 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 Uh, yeah, we were trying to get in theme lore. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Come on, damn. you love a theme. You should have told me that. We did. It's too early. It's too early in the morning for me to be uh, that quick. Okay, so we decided, you know, for this episode that mm-hmm. we were going to kind of team up again. Yeah. Because in all honesty, I am still, you know, I'm struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Your girl is very sad. Yeah. Very sad. That's yeah. what today I, I looked at Jake. I was like, how do I look? He's like, you look beautiful, but you look very sad. Aww. I was like, I am, damn it. Yeah. So I yeah. asked if we could kind of pair up mm-hmm. again, but it actually worked out really yeah. well. Yeah. So I asked on Instagram, I asked some questions and one of them was what kind of like witchy topics right. do you want to learn about? Right. And overwhelmingly the answer was shadow work. Interesting okay. for this season. Very interesting, very fitting. Yes. Go listen to the Scorpio Witch Whisper that yes. was dropped the other day because, yeah, you'll mm-hmm. see it's all very fitting. So Perfect we were timing. like, okay, what can we do Yeah, that talks about shadow work? And mm-hmm. we came up with the strange case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yes. Ooh. Wow. Um, and it is originally a novella. <laughs> a book so we thought you know yeah, the last uh strike episode strike yeah. friendly episode we're yes. going to focus on this I'm book i'm excited so this is an 1886 gothic horror novella written by scottish author robert lewis stevenson nice and he was born on november 13th mm. 1850 in edinburgh which makes him a scorpio oh my goodness isn't that cool i was like whoa uh the stars are aligning. They are. Okay. Can you hear the pain in both of our voices? <laughs> we're talking about uncomfortable things today. Oh, we were supposed to say we were taking bets on uh-huh. who's going to cry first. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I told you, I don't think there are any more tears. I'm no salty. tears left now to I'm cry. Salty. You know what? I feel like maybe I have one bubbling beneath the Do surface. You? I don't okay. know. I don't right. know. We'll see. Let's take the bet. It, take a drink if I end up crying. Okay. Okay. This is considered to be one of the most famous pieces of literature and is credited as defining as a defining book in the gothic horror genre yeah. which you just talked all about did. when did you talk about that what i did, can't what even the fuck remember are we doing oh the fall of the house of usher yes yeah yes. that was a really cool yeah, lesson yeah. so we're kind of in the same we're in the same yes. realm again very fitting for mm-hmm. the season it is commonly praised for being a perfect blend of true crime horror sci-fi mm. and mystery wow Ooh, i know yeah i know we have a lot of like true crime mm-hmm. fans yeah. not really our thing right uh, but this is kind of, I feel hey. like, the perfect thing for you if Dipping you're into the that. Yes, a little bit of everything.
everything. Yeah. Um, the characters of Jekyll and Hyde are thought to be just as iconic as like Frankenstein, yes. Dracula, kind of fits mm-hmm. into in that pool. Yeah. Like the classic. Or the is, universal yeah, monsters. Is this considered like a classic monster? I don't know. I feel like it is, but I don't know. I feel like it, but I feel like it's kind of out there with the Invisible Man. Yes, but not... Yeah, not not one of the core, not one of the core ones. Yeah, I got you. (laughs) This story is so influential that the phrase Jekyll and Hyde is now used to reference a person or thing that displays two drastically different sides to their character or nature. Yikes. Wow. Okay, are you ready for the rundown? I am so ready. Okay, so this was like a hefty one and Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's old. So I am not going to lie to you. I looked at Cliff Notes. I looked at the Wikipedia You plot. mean you didn't read the entire I story? Did, I did not sit down by candlelight <laughs> and read the Dr. Novella. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I also did watch, what was it? There's a movie oh, from the 60s? It's Jack Palance. Oh my God. Wowza. It was Yikes. very like drama heavy theater. You yes. know what I mean? It was, if you like like Vincent Price style horror. No. <laughs> do not compare it. Do not I compare didn't it to say that. it was as good, but it is definitely the similar it's like taking a stage play and putting it on film you know kind of like vincent price does motherfucker get out of here are you really gonna argue with me that is a lie you really want to do this to me right now (laughs) we will battle we will will battle battle it out we'll talk about i'll see you after class But you could go watch that movie. Yeah. I think I found it for free somewhere on mm-hmm. one of the apps. Right. If you are into that kind there of thing. But here is the rundown of the original novella. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our story begins in Victorian London. Okay. I told you we were going to London. Yes. With lawyer John Utterson and his cousin Richard Enfield. Okay. Okay. The two men are taking their regular Sunday stroll. <laughs> and we both do the we, same movement. We both do the Sunday same. stroll. Sunday stroll. That sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start doing that. A Sunday stroll. A Sunday stroll. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's so Victorian of us. Back in the day, my what? grandparents would take us on a Sunday <laughs> drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you love automotive. It is the, there you go again. It is the, the new, modern day, the modern day Sunday stroll. Got it. I would like to go by horse and buggy. <laughs> take me back. Lord, take me back. <laughs> Okay, when Enfield begins to tell the story of an awful accident he personally witnessed just a few months back. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's giving him the juicy details. He says that around 3 a.m., a horrible looking man, ouch. What were you doing out at 3 a.m.? Ooh, okay. (laughs) Okay, Virgo. Um, Way to roast that man right off the bat. A horrible looking man named Edward Hyde Mm -hmm. trampled a little girl in the middle of the street. Yeah. I think he like yeeted her across the street. Yeah. Yeet. Yeah, when you see it in film versions, it's, it's, yeah. What? Troubling. (laughs) Troubling. (laughs) Yeah, it's not cute. Um, A crowd gathered in restrained hide, demanding that he cough up some cash for the kid's family as payment Mm -hmm. for his fuckery. Okay. When Hyde produces a check signed by the well-known Dr. Henry Jekyll, Mm -hmm. they assume that the payment is like a forgery. Right. You know what? What's going on here? What's happening? (laughs) Okay. But it turns out to be the real deal. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. dun. That was a pretty good one. Up top. (laughs) Nice. They agreed to stop gossiping. Okay. The two mm-hmm. who were on their Sunday stroll yeah. and they cut the story short. Sunday until- strolls are not for gossiping. 
<laughs> no, How, that's so uncouth. We don't do that on a Sunday stroll. <laughs> Not in Victorian London. Okay. Uh, Mr. Utterson remembers his client by the name of Dr. Henry Jekyll. Mm-hmm. Okay. This same Dr. Jekyll recently updated his will so that in the event of his demise, all of his worldly possessions will be bequeathed. <laughs> Bequeathed. <laughs> bequeathed. <laughs> I sound so fancy though. Bequeathed. No, I really don't actually. <laughs> uh, bequeathed to a single beneficiary, Edward Hyde. Uh-oh. That ugly motherfucker from the beginning. Um, Utterson knows a game is the foot and he decides to get his Sherlock Holmes on. Whoa. Whoa. You doiled yourself. I doiled you all. Uh, First, he pays a visit to one Dr. Hasty Lanyon. I, probably, I love that name. Did you? I probably wrote it wrong. Hasty Lanyon. <laughs> Hasty Lanyon. That definitely Hasty sounds pudding. Like, that sounds like a food product. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Jekyll's former science partner. Mm, Get your lab coats. Okay. This is sciencey. I Uh-oh. forgot to mention. Um, and a mutual friend of theirs. Okay. Dr. Lanyon tells Utterson that he and Jekyll had a falling out after a fight surrounding Jekyll's research. Uh, okay. Fully invested now. Utterson posts up near near <laughs> near the well near the well. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's a saying from Victorian London. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> The way I full on disbelieved. <laughs> Shit. Uh, no, he posts up near where Enfield saw Hyde run down that right, girl. Okay. Right. This stakeout leads him to a laboratory attached to the home of Dr. Jekyll. Hmm. He eventually runs into Hyde and describes him as fucking ugly again <laughs> and suspicious. Right. But they don't chat long. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next, Utterson gets some tea from the butler. Oh. And this is really drawn out. Yeah. By the way, I really chunked this down. I want you all to know. Okay. It's a long, it's a long ass story. So he's talking to the butler. Who tells him that Hyde has been granted full access to Jekyll's home. And yes. the staff was told to strictly follow his orders. Absolutely. Okay, so flash forward a bit. I think there's like a huge time jump. Like a year or something. I don't know. Yeah. These old fucking stories. What are you doing? <laughs> why do you, why you have to take that long? My God. I mean, that's all people had to do back then. There was no TV. There was no movies was there They're like let us draw this, this mystery out you've because, got you know, time you've got this time this has to entertain us That's for right. a while please the entire winter <laughs> oh my god yeah ouch okay Hyde is seen committing a murder Uh-oh. okay we've taken a turn so obviously Get the Hyde's, out. Hyde's behavior is like escalating. escalating so Utterson finally confronts Dr. Jekyll about what is happening with like this man that he knows mm-hmm. okay and Dr. Jekyll gives him the runaround and says that Hyde ran away and left a note. Yes. But Utterson's clerk notices that the handwriting in Hyde's note looks an awful Ooh. lot like Dr. Jekyll's handwriting. Uh, dun, uh. dun, dun. Okay, here's my speed round wrap up. Okay. And it doesn't look speedy. So okay. you know what? Whatever. Of course. After some investigating uh, and with the help of a note from a now dead Dr. Lanyon, he mm, died. Uh-oh. Rest in peace, pal. Mysteriously. <laughs> Hasty <Ooh>. Lanyon. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tasty Pudding. <laughs> Uh, we learned that not long ago, Jekyll reached out to Lanyon, asking him to retrieve a variety of items from his lab and bring them to his house. Uh-oh. Lanyon did as he was requested. And never returned. And, well, he did. Oh, okay. No, he didn't die yet. Oh, okay. He had to write this letter. Oh, okay. Get, to, get it together. Okay. And when he arrived at Dr. Jekyll's house, he was instead met by Edward Hyde, mm. who took the ingredients, mixed them together, and chug-a-lugged it right in front of him. Uh-oh. Okay. And just like that, a terrified Dr. Lanyon witnesses Edward Hyde transform into Dr. Henry Jekyll. Uh-oh. Whoa. And I do think it said like, 
it caused him so much anxiety that then he died later. Oh. <laughs> like I do think it like played a role okay. in his death. Again, uh, rest in peace, pal. Failure. Yeah. Scared to death. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Long story very short. Okay. We learned that Jekyll was wealthy, good looking, hardworking. Okay. Mm-hmm. He had it all going for him. Mm-hmm. He was the Chad Michael Murray of Victorian London. <laughs> I don't know why that's who came to mind, but there you go. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray. Uh, and he felt it necessary to maintain the moral standards expected of an upstanding gentleman, at least in public. Uh huh. Uh huh. But privately, he indulged in the many repressed desires that filled him with shame. Mm. Okay, this created a sense of duality. Duality. Christopher Christopher Walken, welcome to the show. Duality. (laughs) More cowbell. (laughs) I need more cowbell, We had a really long conversation the other day about whether or not there was a tambourine in that SNL skit. I really thought there was. We would have put money (laughs) on the fact that there was a tambourine in there. No tambourine. I, there was no tambourine. You it. know what? Talk about fucking, what's that called? The fucking... Mandela effect. Yes. <laughs> I always forget it, which makes me feel like I am in a simulation. So I don't fucking know. All right. Anyway, this sense of duality. Okay. Duality. Uh, and Jekyll. And when his scientific research led him to consider this split nature of man, he set out to create a solution that could separate the good and evil aspects uh. of his personality into like two individual entities. Right. Kind of fucking cool. Yeah. When, when you think about when it. When you think about it. So he tinkered with his chemical combos and formulas. Mm-hmm. Me when I science. His beakers. His beakers and <laughs> tubes and... <laughs> Watts. No. It's beakers and two. Is that Did you say Watts? I said Watts. Is that science? <laughs> it's not, is it? Oh my god. I don't know, Laura. Watts is sciencey, but not in the te- not in the context that you're using it here. I just pulled it out. <laughs> I am smart, I promise. Uh. Okay, so he was tinkering around Mm -hmm. and he developed a solution that when consumed would turn the meek Dr. Jekyll into the horrible Edward Hyde. Okay, in his new form, he was free to indulge all his vices without experiencing the guilt and shame that would afflict Dr. Jekyll. Mm -hmm. Then, Mm -hmm. simply by drinking the same solution, Hyde would mutate back into Jekyll. So he could kind of haunt back and forth with this little drink. Explains the chug-a-lug from earlier. Why do I I feel like the uh, bad version of him is Tommy Lee. When I was oh saying that, like I feel gosh. like he embodies that just Chad like Michael Murray and Tommy Lee. Oh my Lee. God, yes, the modern day Jekyll and Hyde. Let's you know cast what? that. You know what? TM. No one fucking. <laughs> uh, we're making it. We're making it into a film. Okay, but one night Jekyll transformed into Hyde without having to take the potion. Uh oh. And it scared him so badly that he swore to never drink the solution again. He's right. like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done. Yeah. But he eventually caved. Okay, that it didn't last very yeah. long, and after having. Rep- pressed Hyde for so long Uh-oh. the dark side of his personality went a little too fucking wild he yeah. went beyond Tommy Lee TM <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> I don't want to know I don't want to explore but it went so dark 
that he was like completely okay with killing people. He yeah. like again escalated even yes. more. Right. So a little too wild. Things yeah. continued to get worse and Jekyll had to regularly drink his potion now or else he would just like transform into Hyde <laughs> like at the drop of a hat. He'd be like drinking a pitcher of Kool-Aid. Exactly. Yes. Um, eventually Dr. Jekyll ran out of a key ingredient in his potion oh, shit, and realized that he would not be able to avoid becoming Hyde forever. Like it was just Ooh. inevitable. So he took the last of the potion and he wrote a confession. Uh-oh. And this is like how we're figuring this all Correct. out. Yep. Okay. He ends the letter by saying that he does not know if Hyde will be captured and hung or if he will end his own life. But he does know that by the time Utterson reads this letter, Dr. Henry Jekyll will be gone. Oh no. And scene. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, that's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. How do we feel? Don't everyone? you love it? I do love it. Oh it's like gosh. so classic. It and is. when I went into this, I was kind of, I probably because of my like shit mood, I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. Like, you know what? I've heard this story so many times, yeah. but I really liked, yeah. you know, obviously I skipped the, the whole book. I didn't get a lot. I didn't get a lot <laughs> of the meat thing, but the cliff notes was interesting. <laughs> you know, I thought it was good. And I will say like, it did fit the, the theatery. Yes. You know, absolutely. I, in my opinion, Played Vincent Price better. vibe, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to go and watch that, it did like yeah. fit that tone really uh, well. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, so Jekyll and Hyde in pop culture. Yeah. Okay. Countless theater and musical adaptations. Of like out the fucking ass. Mm-hmm. Probably hundreds. Yeah. Okay. Numerous film adaptations dating back to the early 1900s. Yeah. This has been around for a while. For a while. Some television shows and an animated series, I think I read. Yeah. Did you remember that? An, a television series? Do you? Yes. I think I do recall that. Okay. I was intrigued by the animated series. I was yeah. like, really? I got to look at that. Into that. Yeah. Uh, books, comics, video games, a lot of like parodies and references. So, like, Abbott and Costello meet Jekyll and Hyde. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do feel like they fit into yeah, those classic monsters. Sure. Um, they appear as a character or are referenced in Scooby-Doo. The Page Master. The Nightmare Before Christmas I read. Oh, really? Yeah, and I never caught that. It said you can catch like a, a Hyde-like character uh, in the back. And so now I'm going to have to investigate. I thought that was a werewolf, but... Maybe, but maybe it's a, it's a, yeah, I don't know yeah. which one it is. I read okay. that and I was like, really? Oh, yeah. um, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. You like that one. I like that one. I actually covered that. For Patreon. Yeah, yeah. I like the portrayal of do Jekyll you? and Hyde. That, okay, yes, cool. I, I would like yeah. to go back and watch yeah. that. I feel like that's very like, get me a cigar and some whiskey. And yes. let me put that movie on. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's by a roaring fire. I need a bourbon. Yeah. I need a bourbon. <laughs> I need a bourbon. <laughs> we don't even know what we're talking I don't about. Even know. No. <laughs> I don't know the difference between a whiskey and a bourbon. Yeah. Are they the same thing? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, uh, Van Helsing, I guess oh. it's mentioned Hotel Transylvania. Cute. Okay, okay. Once upon a time. Okay. Which you watched. Yeah. I have never. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? The I meme? don't. Oh, okay. I don't. Well, shit. Uh, Penny Dreadful. Penny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't actually Lord. mean to say that. Anyway. You must have <laughs> coffee. No more tea in the morning. Jake thought he, uh, you know what? I like my tea. It's like an autumnal it's, blend. It's delicious. But it's not. It's not allowing it's, you to form It's words. not helping my, uh, you know, my brain Mental fire. acuity. Anyway, Penny Dreadful, which yeah. has been requested. Yeah. So now that the strike is over, maybe we can. We can, do can it. Yeah. Am I not mistaken? Is that the one that Josh Hartnett is in? Yes. Oh my God. Correct. You know yeah. what? Sign me the fuck up. That's Hartnett all is you. in it. How's his hair? <laughs> At what level is his hair? Fabulous. Remember when I created a timeline of his hair? (laughs) 
I got to go back and, and consult when <laughs> what it looked like in Penny Dreadful. Okay, uh, Jekyll and Hyder referenced in music from yes. The Who, Men mm-hmm. at Work, mm-hmm. Judas Priest, mm-hmm. The Damned, Five Finger Death Punch. Remember when we met them? Love it. Fucking random as hell. We have really weird stories. <laughs> like Five we Finger really Death do. Punch? Yeah, that's okay. so weird. Yeah. Uh, the Zach Brown Band yeah. and Ozzy Osbourne. So, All you know, right. an eclectic mix, which yes. I think just shows that this is such like a, mm-hmm. a classic story that everyone can relate to everybody wants to cover it yeah and then you have like similar stories that take it and spin it like the nutty professor and mary riley ah (laughs) lore loves that fucking is my favorite for three years now i've been trying to get that one you know what trying to get it you know what fucking what's her name julia roberts, julia roberts with the fucking bangs yes but you know what john malkovich as, as dr jekyll he said and hyde. it works does Whoa. that really work it's good he is a good jekyll all right and hyde. you know what maybe that will be our spotify question you know we, we can put questions and polls up yeah. there or whatever go and tell us if you want us to cover mary riley i love it because we are very split we're on very that. split on this uh would you like a little bit of fun and random facts i, I don't sure have would. too many i sure would uh but there is a real life story inspiration support Supposedly, um, so William Deacon Brody okay. was a respectable Scottish craftsman. He was a cabinet maker, which I thought was funny because do you know how many, I don't know if we've ever told you this, we get so many spam emails. Oh my gosh. That say we do. like they think we're a cabinet store. <laughs> <laughs> They want to buy our cabinets. I've seen your cabinets and I love your work. And I'm like, what? That's so funny. So I, when I read that, I was like, that's hilarious. Um, and he was from a well-to-do family. Okay. So he was kind of known. Yeah. Okay. So during the day, he was pounding away on some cabinets, you know, as one does. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang. And doing some high society things. Mm-hmm. Ooh, twirling my mustache. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you say twirling your mustache? Yeah, is that what high society people do? Snidely whiplash. Yes. <laughs> I had a good twirl. I had a good finesse. Uh, but at night, he was living a secret life. Okay, uh-huh. He had a gambling problem, uh-huh. some mistresses, and he would rob his wealthy clients after copying their keys. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, he's smart. Uh, Lord, he's like, wait a minute. Um, at one point, Brody even had like a gang of other robbers helping him pull <laughs> off his shenanigans. Wowza. Uh, he was captured in 1788 and was eventually hung for his crimes. Whoa. Yeah. So there you go. You can find some pubs with the name Deacon Brody in Edinburgh, New York, and Ottawa, Canada. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Add it to our list. Add it to the list. Um, I did also want to mention that there is a Halloween themed bar in Pittsburgh called Jekyll and Hyde's, yes. which we would 10 out of 10 recommend. It's in the Absolutely. South side, right? Yeah, I haven't correct. been there in a while, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like, I think it's one of Pittsburgh's only like spooky, spooky bars, bars. Yeah. you know, probably not the only one, but yeah, it's been around for a while. It's been around for a long uh, time. Yeah. So yeah, that's Jekyll and Hyde. That's like my portion. Yeah. Yeah. We decided Laura was once again going to take the lesson. I'm taking the heavy load You're today. Taking the he- oh my God. And it is heavy, isn't oh it? Oh my gosh, it is. No isn't it I'm interesting salty. how um, like this, the themes of this season are like begging to be discussed. Yes. Like when I saw that so many people were requesting shadow work, I was like, we have to do it. And I, it's clearly like everyone wants to know about it right now. Like, because yes. it's just picking at you. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's begging yeah, to, yeah. To come to the surface. Be discovered. Yeah. yeah. And it's difficult. It's like 
transformative. Like you talked about in your Scorpio episode, there must be death to have rebirth. So it's constantly changing. And I feel like when we're talking about shadow work, you are definitely shedding you know, parts of yourself and, you really and are. other parts are being reborn. So that is what we're talking about today. We're diving in deep. Yeah. And one of the articles I used for my research had a great title, The Shadow We Hide Inside. Ooh. H-Y-D-E. Ooh. Get it? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Love a good little rhyme. What a great play on words. Okay. Yeah. So the story, which Lisa wonderfully explained, is a perfect example in literary form mm-hmm. of our shadow self. Yeah. Suggesting that there is a side of each individual that we keep hidden. Right? Yeah. From others and even from ourselves. That's the kicker. Yes. <laughs> That's that the kicker. I hide it kicker. from myself. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but is most assuredly lying underneath the surface in those deep, dark mm. Scorpio waters. And there we are again. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Hello, darkness, my old friend. It just fits everywhere. It does. Uh. Oh, my goodness. The shadow self, according to famed Swiss psychologist Carl Jung, mm. wrote in 1945 that the shadow self is one of 12 archetypes consists of the darker side of the unconscious self. Okay, wow. That which we may deem unworthy, for example, Mm. like jealousy, greed, selfishness, or aggression. Okay. Or it may be traits society deems inferior or less acceptable. Okay. So we choose to hide them. Got it. Right? Yes. Hide them away, keep it suppressed. Got it. Yes. I did want to, can I mention something? I did read that, like, because I didn't read the whole story, so I didn't catch a lot of it. I did read that there were, like, some queer themes in the original story, like, Uh talking about that, like, the suppression. Yeah. Because it wasn't acceptable. Right. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Shadow work is a concept developed by Young, Mm -hmm. uh, which in the most basic of terms is the process of exploring our shadow self. Okay. Or the parts of our personality um, that we do not consciously accept. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Our shadow, as Green Day might say, is a walking contradiction. (laughs) There she is again. Uh, I love it. (laughs) Most often its personality is in complete opposition to the persona we present to the world at large. Oh boy. Okay. Keeping this part of ourselves hidden in the shadows. Right. Uh, in the case of the highly regarded and respected <laughs> Dr. Jekyll. Yes. He attempted to extricate rather than integrate mm, this part it. of himself. Yes. Uh, by using an elixir. Yes. Uh, which would allow Mr. Hyde to come out and play every now and then. Okay. Uh, a person in and of himself devoid of Dr. Jekyll. So no consequences. Got it. And no guilt, as you said. Right. Uh, Robert Louis Stevenson, of course, took these personalities to the extremes. Mm-hmm. And we see that Mr. Hyde was a most unscrupulous individual. You know what, Laura? That's putting it kindly. Committing the most heinous of acts. <laughs> unscrupulous. <laughs> I like that word. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I am so literary. Uh, you really are. <laughs> really? You are. I think so. <laughs> I feel like you have leather bound book energy sometimes. Do I? I don't know. I'm going to get my pipe out. You know what? We always say it. We I just, know. someone send us a pipe. Fuck. Uh, there we go. So Jekyll wanted to be free of his shadow self. Mm-hmm. But in reality, we can never be free of our shadows because they are part of us. And the more we try to ignore or suppress this side of ourselves, the more powerful it becomes mm. and the more dangerous it becomes. That is the truth. Yes. Slab of the it, 
Yes. And in reality, it becomes dangerous because it stunts our journey and our path in life. Right. right? Okay. Uh, This is so well represented in the book through the physical traits of Jekyll and Hyde. Right, right. Right. Because as you said, Jekyll is described as a well-made, smooth-faced man. Good looking. It's Chad Michael Murray. It is Chad Michael Murray. You can see by his looks that he was the pillar of society. Get it? Right. What does society deems appropriate? I was just thinking about that being Chad Michael Murray. That's just really funny to me. Okay. Anyway. Well, Mr. Hyde Uh is described described as pale, Ooh. hairy, Ooh. small in stature. Is it Danny DeVito? No. Oh my God. <laughs> Ow, don't roast my, don't roast yourself like that, first of all. Yeah, in the movie that we were yeah. watching, like when he transformed, his eyebrows got like real bushy. Yeah, he always, <laughs> like, yeah, he always is portrayed as very hairy, like hello, in hello. the facial features. Yeah. Um, he has a displeasing smile and a broken voice. Aww. So it's hard to distinguish what he's saying. Got it. Or... I don't understand you. Oh, get that? Yeah, yeah, got it. Um, was this representative of keeping that side of himself hidden in the darkness, stunting mm. his growth, got it. and forcing deep desires to remain latent in yeah. order to conform to society's expectations or your expectations of yourself? Oh, damn. Right? Okay. All right. Wow. Yikes. <laughs> Sweating. Oh, wow. I am sweating. This is we just really laid it on thick this yeah, week. Yeah, we sure I hope did. Everyone's okay. This I'm some so heavy sorry. Ass shit. This is what we're dealing with over here. So everyone just has to you be along for, for the ride. You asked for they this. They did ask for That's it. That's right. Uh, the shadow must be addressed and confronted and then assimilated into our conscious if we are to move forward and grow. Okay. Okay. So Dr. Jekyll's incapability of accepting that part of himself he deemed inferior, Mm -hmm. unsectable. (laughs) Unsectable. That's not even a word. You just called me literary. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. Like two seconds ago. (laughs) Swing and a miss. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> anyway, Dr. Jekyll's, and it's always the important, it's always the like, the important, the pearls. Laura literally went back and listened to an old episode the other Did day. Did I just say that? <laughs> just said always that. the damn pearls. <laughs> You've been saying it for years and it's still true. Never uh, changes. <laughs> be yourself. Stay true to you. Uh, The message of the day. uh, All right. Anyway, (laughs) Dr. Jekyll's incapability of accepting the part of himself he deemed inferior, Mm -hmm. unacceptable, or unlovable stunted his psychological growth, eventually leading to his downfall. Got it. Okay. So how do we, yeah, I know. So how do we take this extreme example of the shadow self in the book and apply it to our own lives? Oh God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get my tea. Let me grasp. Strap in Let me grasp my tea. (laughs) According to Young, the shadow does not exemplify totally morally unacceptable tendencies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's not all bad. Right. To quote him, because I couldn't say it any better, a number (laughs) of good qualities, normal instincts and appropriate reactions, Mm -hmm. realistic insights and creative impulses. The shadow on one side is regrettable and reprehensible and weakness, 
But on the other side, it's healthy instinctivity and the higher prerequisite for higher consciousness. You know what? (laughs) That sounded like your own words, Laura. Wow. Okay. But that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And then he goes on to say this. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. The shadow belongs to the wholeness of the personality. Okay. The strong man must somewhere be weak. Somewhere the clever man must be stupid. Otherwise... It is too good to be true and falls back on pose and bluff. Okay. Mm. Wow. Yes. Okay. Spitting some Are you taking all that in? I am. I'm a little, you can see if you're watching on Patreon, my mind is like. (laughs) I'm sweating. All right. So Young believed that it was important to face the shadow self. Right. And reconnect with the positive aspects. Okay. Which then in turn minimizes the negative Okay, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yes, Yes, I'm there. Yes, by integrating all of these aspects into our conscious self, we create a character that is whole. Hmm. And by embracing this state of wholeness, we become more attractive to others. Oh, yes. Okay. Because humans have an instinctual nature to smell bullshit. Right. You know what? Yes. Yes. Okay. And that which appears too good to be true is usually too good to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everyone knows that underneath the picture perfect persona that we all try to present to the world Mm -hmm. lies a flawed human. Right. And in reality, that is much more attractive to get the whole package warts and all. I love a whole package because we all have them. Yeah. But this requires vulnerability. And that's often difficult. <laughs> Laura, are you calling yourself out oh my right God. now? Like totally. So yeah. You're like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me have another cookie. Oh <laughs> Laura's like, where's the alcohol? <laughs> Fuck this tea. Um, all, yeah, right. She's trying to give me tea. At least give me the caffeine and the coffee. Shit. Shit. Um, all of these hidden parts and sides of ourselves develop out of traumatic experiences oh. or needs that were not met. So throughout our life, things that have been suppressed in order to self-preserve, cope, um, and present ourselves by society standards, Mm -hmm. these all affect our growth, right? Got it. Yeah. So, but by facing our shadow selves and peeling back those layers of onions. Come on, trick. As I like to say, there's a lot of tears. <laughs> as uh, I like to say. Tears. <laughs> uh, we become the best versions of ourselves, mm. which then in turn helps to heal a very broken world. Right. By facing our shadows, we stop relying on society's standards of what is normal and acceptable. And we become more inclusive and less judgmental of others. Okay. Yes. yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I see your eyes. My eyes are welling. (laughs) Who's going to do it? Okay. By fully facing and accepting our shadow self, we become the most authentic version of ourselves. (sighs) Yes. Right? Yes. So... Learning to recognize <laughs> our shadow selves this is, is half the battle, Wowza. right? Okay. Uh, the shadow self often presents itself as a trigger. Oh, okay. Yeah. So mm. like, here's just one example. Okay. And I'm sure we all have many. Okay. So say as a child, perhaps someone said to you, children should be seen and not heard. Uh Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I heard it all the time as a kid. And yeah. I think I'm sure my parents heard the same thing. It was just something that was said. Then as you get a little older, right? And you're mm-hmm. like in school or whatever, you're told, stay under the radar. Mm-hmm. Don't make waves. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Right? Be yeah. quiet. Yeah. 
go through life. Okay. Uh, so you, yeah. So you go through life, like keeping a low profile, right? trying to be a people pleaser mm-hmm. and not speaking up for yourself. It happens right? pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then one day and you're, and you're, you maintain that, you know, sure. it becomes like part of who you are, but right. there's that latent bubbling underneath. Right, right. Right. So one day you're at work and someone jokingly might say like, why don't you be quiet? You talk too much. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they're just joking. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And immediately you're ready to kick somebody's ass. Mm -hmm. Immediately it like ignites fire. Mm -hmm. And or sadness. Yeah. yeah, Like however you respond to them. Right. Um, Or maybe you work with a person who exudes this very quality that you work so hard to suppress in yourself. Oh, um, interesting. Because you were told as a child, this is bad behavior. Oh, I see. And here's this person. It seems to be working for them Got and so it. then there's where a little you. bit of that jealousy might come in oh, or you know right just a non-understanding or a judgment yeah exactly Got it. Um, okay. they're always front and center always talking making their presence known so it might rub you the wrong way mm-hmm. like you don't want to get to know this person okay because they exemplify everything you were told right not to be and right. you want to be Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or you would have liked the option to be. The option to be. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Okay. I see. Um, It will be necessary to dive into these childhood traumas Ah. and life traumas, uh, which you may choose to do through the help of a trained professional. I mean, let's (laughs) not kid anybody. Yeah. Right. Don't cut. Yeah. Don't be looking. Right. We are not trained professionals. Have we said that before? We are not. Uh, yeah. So, but also like meditation is an important tool. There it is again, that um, word. Right. <laughs> Out uh, vis- every visualization time. exercises and also keeping a journal mm. is, you know, good at helping break through some of these. And I think what's important is that it's a never ending journey. It's not mm-hmm. something that you overcome in a day, a month, a year. You know, you're always rest in peace, Matthew Perry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Oh I'm my sorry. gosh. <laughs> You said the friend's words. It summoned summoned Matthew Perry. A day, a month, a week, or even a year. There you go. Okay, my bad. Rest in peace, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I know him now. (laughs) Matthew Perry is your shadow self. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so keeping a journal. But anyway, just recognizing that it's a long process. You know what yes. I mean? It's not something that you no. Get so this to is overnight. interesting because okay, I know we have a lot of young listeners mm-hmm. too. So I'm gonna say something. This is probably gonna be where I cry. Oh okay. boy, I'm gonna try to keep okay. it together. Okay. But this is where I've been, and mm-hmm. I am about to be 31. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would, you know what? I'm mm-hmm. in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would yeah. say. Um, I feel like they say that your familiar is like your shadow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is very interesting that this Mm -hmm. is the topic right now because I feel like what's happening with me is that I lost my literal, like I lost my shadow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I feel like back to that, I must meditate or I'm just Mm -hmm. tapping into something, but Mm -hmm. I feel like in my mind, when I like turn around to look at my shadow, he Mm -hmm. used to be there. Yeah. And now it's just me. And you have to face it. (laughs) I have to face it. And that's scary. This is for the first time and I'm 30. I've already thought about that. So I don't like if you're young and you're like, I have to, you know, figure this out. Mm -hmm. It, You know what I mean? Like it's going to come when it's supposed to come. And like if you, you know, 
not to get too detailed, but what else is going on in my life? Yes. It's like, it's time to like turn around and look and like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Not that Nanook isn't going to help me through that in a different way, but like he can't physically be that shadow anymore i have to uh uh-oh you're crying too whose tear fell first yours (laughs) no yeah it did (laughs) that's not very ariana grande of me (laughs) fuck (laughs) um so yeah i just i don't know i thought because you do hear a lot about this topic and Mm -hmm. i feel like I don't want people to feel rushed yeah. into like, yeah. you know, not that it's, I, you, it's necessary and you have to explore it, but mm-hmm. I do feel like the universe is going to like present you yes. <laughs> with like when you have to really start getting in there. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's terrifying. Okay. Laura's <laughs> like, the universe has been trying to give me that message for years. Yes. Um, and so that's like, Part exactly what you said is having that awareness and becoming aware Mm -hmm. because through perpetually ignoring your shadow self, this leads to issues of low self-esteem, anxiety and depression, uh, deceit of self and others. Deceit of self. Mm -hmm. Whoa. I know that struck a chord with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Lack of healthy relationships. (laughs) Hello. Okay. Ouch. Why are you personally attacking me? <laughs> I was personally attacking myself. You're attacking us all. Uh, self-sabotage. I am the queen of that. You really I are. am the queen yeah. of that. You know what we all are. Yeah. And on and on. Uh, <sighs> your shadow self is not a mistake or a flaw, hmm. but it is part of you. So have compassion for yourself and be gentle and avoid shaming. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that is a big part of it. Like mm-hmm. shame... Yeah. Cannot live there. Like right. when you start to do this work, yeah. I mean, it's going to come up, but yeah. like you're, you're going to have to like, yeah, to, to hand, like tackle shame. I mean, that's like a huge. Oh yeah. 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 It's um, really, you know, and I can get totally personal. Do I want to? <laughs> Let me think about that. She's like, no, wait a then minute. Then I have to be vulnerable. Oh no. Okay. So I have not been on sugar. Like I okay, quit yeah. sugar for like two months. Right. And then the nook passed away. You were away. doing so good. And I, I know. know. And then I went right for the sugar. So that's a self-sabotage. Right. But also it's my coping mechanism. Right. You know? Yeah. When I eat the sugar... Instead of it, it, because it is a coping mechanism, Mm -hmm. but then afterwards I feel very shameful about it. Right. Because I know it's not healthy for me. And the, the, the person that I present is this, I'm this healthy eater, which I am. It's like a very important part of my life. Yeah. But sugar. But when the lights go down. When the lights go down and when I have to face myself Mm -hmm. or face something very difficult or face emotions, I go right for the sugar. Right. It's my soother. And it's my self-sabotager. Got it. For sure. We all have it. Yeah. We all have it. Oh, everybody has it in a different way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we're all all not alone. No. And I feel like until you start to do the that shadow work Mm -hmm. it's gonna those triggers or those coping mechanisms it's all gonna kind of keep presenting itself yeah so until you start doing that deep internal work right you know you're you're going to keep repeating those patterns but that's the i mean that's where it comes in to be like gentle with yourself right and not to beat yourself up or go you know seek help with it you know what i mean yeah um 
Wow. Absolutely. Is, yeah. Cause it is scary. Yeah. It is sure. scary. Yeah. Um, and I feel like at 30, I really am just starting to like scratch the surface. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Well, because it's, I mean, life is so <sighs> things have come to me at different points in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I can clearly look back at my life and be like, oh, like that is one specific element of my trauma or my, you know, shadow self that I have had to like Mm -hmm. look at. And I feel like this time it's like all kind of come to a head. Culmination. Yeah. So, you know, that wasn't to say that I wasn't always doing shadow work Mm -hmm. and that you shouldn't always be. But I feel like you have to be gentle Like, I do feel like that is so, like, wow. I think because the more conscious you become, the I'd say the more tools you have in your toolbox. Toolbox. In your toolbox. In your toolbox. Boston toolbox. In the box. (laughs) In the SAS. To work with the, you know, to work. So it gives you more tools and then you become more conscious and then you go a little deeper and you're not going to be there right out of the gate. Yeah. It's like dipping your toe in a pool. You know what I mean? That age old thing. You know what? Just kind of ease on in. Yeah. Don't be rushing towards that. Go at your own pace. Hold yourself. Yeah. yeah. Hold yourself not to any standard. There you go. I like that. Personalized. That's what I think we're trying to say. Yes, Lord. Yes. So, although shadow work is not inherently related to witchcraft, okay, I have found for many witches the mere acceptance that you are one Mm. is quite an arduous journey, right? For many, because society for sure was not accepting of that title. Got it. Yes. So, identifying as a witch is part of the shadow. That many were, were required to keep hidden for so long. I feel you, yeah. And what comes with that? Shame, wicked, evil, warty, mm-hmm. green. So part of, Well, especially you know, when you mix religion and their, like, other, religion, you know what I mean? feminism. Uh-huh, sure. You know, all of that. Got it. Um, so they call it healing the witch wound. Hmm. And it's okay. when we are ashamed of exploring our spiritual and magical gifts. Wow. Healing the witch wound. Like that, right? That's a stinger. Yeah. So in this way, shadow work can help us align with our true path, Mm -hmm. uh, our personal code of ethics, and help us face our fears to make us a more well-rounded, badass witch. Okay. Yes, Laura. Yes. Uh, <laughs> See, take that. Yes. Take that. We need to take these messages. There you go. Um, and so I wish you all loving energy on this difficult but necessary journey. <sighs> yes. Yeah. And thank you for, you know, I mean, you're, you all have a front seat to ours. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you really well, do. This, I mean, and I have to say that, that a lot of work has been done because the podcast does force us to have some sense of vulnerability or some it does you know. and it does force us to have these conversations that maybe we wouldn't you know what I mean right. like you came from a generation that was very much like we do not talk about anything Be remotely seen and not heard connected to the shadow self yeah. exactly yeah. and now you know my generation wasn't kind of wasn't, wasn't no it. and yeah. so then yeah me and you have been able to like work mm-hmm. together and then I'm sure October's gonna come in and teach us another lesson about yeah. it it's just and then for all of you to be yeah. a part of it too I do feel like we're all like in this together really yeah. I do have to say thank you again to everyone that reached out to mm-hmm. us 
about Nanook. Like yeah. we've heard so many stories about your pets and yeah. your familiars and yeah. it was very comforting yeah. again. So thank you. But again, like it feels nice that we all have each other. Yeah. Like, yes, this is We're something you have to do alone. alone. Right. It is. Right. But yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely. You, you have support. Right. Um, and I hope you always feel that you have that here. Absolutely. So on the final note, yeah. to lighten it up just a okay, little bit. Yeah, lighten us lighten up. it up no, a little very bit. serious today. Where can we find this in some movies and pop culture? What, like The Shadow? The Shadow, so, yeah. Ooh, well, obviously Jekyll some and Hyde. Some good examples. Jekyll and Hyde and sure. all of its incarnations. Um, I What came up was uh, Darth Vader to Luke Skywalker oh, in okay. Star Wars. Yes. Mm. You know what? We are big Star Wars fans. Nope. <laughs> Don't know anything about it. Laura's like, who are these characters? <laughs> um, Fight Club came up yeah, repeatedly. Yeah. Fight Club and the Black Swan. I asked our patrons yeah. too, and those were the two yeah, most the common two answers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Dark Knight. Okay. Uh, Joker to Batman. Oh, yes. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Okay. I was going to do an impression, but I'm not in the mood. Hi, precious. Thank you for picking up. (laughs) (laughs) That was questionable, but you know what? Eight out of 10. Hannibal Lecter came up. Oh, shit. Mm. I mean, I guess you could make the argument for like any villain. Why him specifically? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Okay, we don't have you. Let's you know not what? deep dive there. Let's we can talk dive. about that another day. <laughs> a scar to a, like a oh, Lion, Lion King. King in the Lion King. Yeah. No, he was the monkey. What was his fucking name? What was his name? <laughs> the King of the Beasts. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. It's what the been hell a while. was his name? The Lion King. Yeah, the Lion King, dude. <laughs> um, Buffy to Spike. Yes, one of our patrons said that. I believe it was Sophie. That was a really good That's one. A good one. Uh, yeah, that yeah. ten out of ten. You mentioned Doctor Frankenstein, but I think a lot of people mm. don't realize that Frankenstein was the doctor. Right, the creature was not Frankenstein. No, so that fits. Interesting. Right? Yes, that's Laura's favorite. Yeah, Voldemort to Harry Potter. Got it. You like mm-hmm, that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that they're like the same they're like connected that's, yeah. yeah that makes sense yeah somebody said uh an episode of what we do in the shadows yes. deals with it Finn. Yeah. yeah we're gonna be talking about that soon yeah and of course my favorite professor moriarty to sherlock holmes oh and I doiled you doiled yourself yeah. hey that's a good one that's a good one that's a very good mm-hmm. one that's probably i'm really interested i'm not sure like did the jack the ripper murders occur around this time in london um, I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> I, we paused so I could look it up because yeah. fact check Jake isn't in the room. Um, it says the Jack the Ripper murders uh, took place in London, England in 1888. Whoa. And we said Jekyll and Hyde was from 1886. Shit. That's so interesting That's you say interesting. that because when we were watching the movie, it like was so Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Like right. the shots of the alleyways yeah. and just the look yep. of him and mm-hmm. stuff. Wow. And Interesting. I think I did read that there was, when I was going through like the movies of Jack, uh, of Jekyll and Hyde, uh-huh. I think there was one that like involved Jack Her- the Ripper. Oh, is that right? I think. Don't quote me because there were so many, but I could have sworn well, It's interesting how you said it was based on a real person who was like skilled by dead yeah. high society yeah. by night again interesting which they say is jack the ripper that's Whoa. interesting okay mm. we've really set the vibe we have there um, you go i okay. just blew my own mind 
I love when you do that. How do we feel? Oh my gosh, that was heavy. But very, I also feel like I can kind of take a deep breath a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I feel a little bit lighter. I feel yeah. it was necessary. I feel like especially in this season we're in, Scorpio season, like, you know, fall, Samhain, that yeah. kind of, it's just so, It like I said, it's asking, it's begging to like yeah. be explored. I and do. so I know we're all on this journey mm-hmm. in some type of way right yeah. now. And I do find specifically at this season... Mm-hmm. more than any I become very agitated <laughs> and like triggered quite easily you, you are yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean <laughs> what what so am I I mean I, it wasn't well, a roast like, no no I'm just like I'm trying to you know I you trying know, to do some god dang self-work some god some gosh darn self-work gosh darn it gosh darn it yeah but um, I'm well, like I very admire, yeah but you're doing so good though I admire you for you know what yeah. I mean it's like you said it's a constant thing well, it's constant work, like yeah. we're talking about me being my age and then mm-hmm. you being yours and you're still I think it's a mm-hmm. lifelong oh absolutely journey and there is kind of some comfort in that I guess I to know so. that like we are all going to have to do this and if you don't like yeah. I mean like that sucks for you it's not gonna turn out well but like there mm-hmm. is kind of comfort in that right that we're right. all on it right and I think that there's comfort that there's not a magical formula right you have to put in the work yeah Jekyll and there's Hyde. no elixir there's no elixir we've really What's come full circle and magical elixir Maybe I drunk it. about Sweeney Todd? <laughs> Bye, Parvelli's Miracle Elixir. Yeah, that's it. First of all, that, <laughs> thank you for lightening the mood because that was amazing. And I'm proud that we got there. We always get there, baby. 10 out of 10. All right. All right. Hey, we love you all. You know what? We're going to we're gonna lighten it up next week. Yeah. We're going to be back to movies. Yes. We're going to be back to our two movies. I know some people like when we just do one topic, but to be yes. honest, we don't. We <laughs> prefer when we each teach each other something. Yeah. So yes. we're going to do that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You can always send in recommendations of shit you want us to talk about yeah. in an email because now we can do movies. So request yes. anything you want. Yay. Exciting. Woohoo. Uh, hey, go rate us on Spotify and Apple. Yes. Five it would stars, be nice please. to hear some kind words. Ah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. If you don't have anything nice to say, keep maybe, it moving. maybe keep it to yourself. <laughs> Thank you. It'd be nice to see some kind words. All right. Uh, we love you all very much. Yes. All right. We'll check you out next week. Yep. TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.